Oh, hey. Hi. You connected? Yeah, what about you? Yes. I'm here. You ready? No, but I mean, we got to do this someday. There goes nothing. I feel like this is not going to be a surprise to anyone. I'm I'm thinking it was like assumed. Really? I think it's just a bigger deal for us than. Why is that? Why does it feel like a big deal to us? Well, I don't think everyone knows that we're not twins. Like, I think some people think we are because that's like the norm for most coaches. And so yeah. it's like, oh, once they find out we aren't, they're like, okay. And then, yeah. And then we're like, oh, by the way, here's the secret. So. If you're just tuning in, and honestly, I, I was meditating on this before uh, we hopped on here, and I really wanted the the podcast to be about our journey and our story, not just like, hey, guys, we're dating, but like how everything led up to this point. It's funny because um, I was doing tarot, I don't, which is something I usually do now before we go on podcasts together, and the cards I pulled up were... Um, the judgment card, which has to do with separation. Oh, I'm echoing. I hear myself. Do you? Oh, not anymore. I still do. It's kind of weird. There's like feedback. Oh, it's weird because I have you on. Put the volume down. I have you on my earphone. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, I got judgment, which has to do with separation. Um, and that's a card that comes up a lot. And that was followed by the fool card in reverse. And our intention was to clear up the air on why we're not dating our twins. Um, and these two cards kind of sum it up. Full card has to do with uh, reconciliation and kind of like spiritual connections and awareness. Um, and that didn't happen, right? Um, but I want to make it clear that it's not like we're settling for each other because we're not with our twins, it almost felt like I reached a point where I was settling for love if I, or I was just plain straight up just settling if I chose my twin. I was settling. I was not choosing the best thing for me. Yeah. I I completely agree. So let's take it back to you want to tell her from your side of the story? How I we met. Don't, how we met. Oh my goodness. Um, very, I, I can't, I don't even know where to start. Um, I met Dan through Instagram. Um, I finally decided to, like my spiritual journey has been a, a process. And um, I, it finally got to the point where I was expressing my authentic self. So it took me a long time just to understand like who I was and what the hell I was doing with my life and what resonated for me because I was such like a shapeshifter. And I finally started doing things for myself. And one of those things was poetry. I started writing and I don't know what led me to do it. And I started posting them on my own page, on my personal page. 
and they were a hit with you know my friends and some girl from high school actually started really liking them she didn't realize I was the one that was writing it all um she just looking at quotes and she's like oh there's a profile that I follow that you might like and so she sent me like she tagged me in Dan's page which was under I don't even know right it was when it was back in writing yeah yeah and I met you through there you went live and I happened to catch one of your lives and you asked if anybody was a writer and I said I was and you asked that question at a very um, interesting time when I had been battling whether or not I would even call myself a writer. And I probably came to that decision like maybe a couple of days before you even asked that question. That's amazing. And <laughs> yeah. And so I said I was and you asked me to send you some of my uh, work and I did. And yeah, we kind of just hit it off. You really helped me out. Um, giving me advice, mentoring me. And then later on, we didn't think anything of it. I think we were flirting at first, but then I found out that Dan's a big ass flirt. So uh, I had to get over that. <laughs> um, yeah, that was, I was a little mad. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Cause I got excited and I was like, Oh, never mind. I'm just being dumb. Um, but then we, we got back in touch again because I was doing a spoken word piece. I was performing. Um, I was going to an open mic in, in a, in a city nearby and I was really excited. And so he, he sent me some of his work and gave me some advice on basically how to prepare for it and what it should look like. I forgot about that. And from there we just That's... stayed in touch. Yeah. <laughs> Because spoken word was my life for a really long time. It was really strange and cool to see the journey that I went on kind of unfold in your life where you started writing on Instagram and then you had an inclination to go to these open mics and then perform there as well. Um, not many people have, a lot of people write, but not a lot of people have the bravery or the calling to post it on Instagram, right? And then on the, mm -hmm. on the further level, not a lot of people have the courage to put it from the page to the stage, as I say. So that journey was something I identified in you. And I was like, oh, that's really awesome. Um, and I remember specifically, we were talking and we just, we, we said, or I said, hey, choose a sign for your spirit guides, right? Yes. And then you chose the butterfly, which has dominated my life ever since you chose the butterfly. And I see butterflies everywhere. Yes. And you proceed to it's, see butterflies everywhere too. So I remember the date you did that live and you asked that question and I just closed my eyes. I'm like, what would my sign be? Like, what's something only I would know and I would remember? Because like the thing is like, I don't, I, I used to like give my stuffed animals nicknames and then forget the nicknames and have to change their names every day. Um, so I was like, I have to remember this. Like, what's something I can remember? And so I was like, okay, like, let me just like imagine something like deep in my memory. And I just remember like when I was little standing in a field filled with butterflies and it was like monarch butterflies when they migrate. And there was this park near my house and they were just all over the trees and we would stand 
in the field and stretch out our arms and pretend to be trees so they would land on us. And I just like that image just stuck with me. I'm like, okay, butterflies. That's amazing. And as soon as I did, like, as soon as I decided that, I opened my eyes and I was watching <laughs> your live and you pulled out your oracle cards and your oracle cards have butterflies all over, all over the back. All over. And I saw that and I, like, I can't explain the feeling. Like, I felt like, instantly like my entire world just was shaking <coughs> I was like my temperature shot up my heart was racing I was I was having trouble breathing and I was like trying to message you like oh my gosh like Danny won't believe what happened and my phone just glitched it shut down and I was like what the hell just happened like 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 it was so intense that my that my phone cut out it just shut down and I got back on and I ended up like messaging you later. And from there, I think that the next day, <coughs> right? I sent you a message that I was in a cafe filled with butterflies. And I think we, you were just like, we're just so excited. So I was just like sending you butterflies every time. I'm like, look what I saw, look what I saw. And yeah, after that, we went from just poetry to like a spiritual journey together. Yeah, it's crazy because um, I started seeing butterflies everywhere too. And yeah. apparently now everyone just, the butterfly is so like uh, popularized now. Like it's all over streetwear, like fashion and everyone wears butterflies now. Like it's the cool thing now. But it's like last year when it was just a blue emoji on the iPhones, right? Like I thought nothing of it and I started seeing it everywhere and it's funny because yeah. I told you something along the lines of okay my sign will be a carrot just because I just wanted <laughs> the to be next a troll. day I mean I just want to be a troll right I just want to like yeah joke around and I think you guys you saw a carrot but I think I said something on the lines of like if you see a carrot it means I'm thinking of you or something something like that yeah you're like I'm gonna send you a carrot and I was like okay and I would just find carrots in the most random places, just like no, but it's fine. Just hanging because, out. Um, the job I just quit though. Um, I was considered the carrot. Like my supervisor always texts me every single day, "Be the carrot, be the carrot," and it was a metaphor for like be the person that everyone wants to be or wants to chase after, right? Like. Everyone's a bunny. Everyone wants to chase the carrot. So she always told me, be the carrot, be the carrot, be the carrot. I'm like, how did this happen? Like these two things that were so insignificant in my life, like butterflies and carrots. <laughs> um, how are they yeah. now like dictating where I'm going to go? And it's funny because ever since I was the carrot in my company, that's when the twin flame journey switched over from making it about person to making it about actually just the journey. Right. Mm -hmm. And ever since I was a carrot in that company, I actually started to resist going to work and I ended up quitting the job as the carrot. I left as a <laughs> carrot and I was happy about leaving as a carrot. Um, I don't know. It was almost like a sign. almost just like, Hey, you're now the carrot. You can go somewhere else. Um, <laughs> And it kind of just, our, our twin flame journey is kind of revolutionized. And I just can't say it enough that if you're listening to this and you think, oh, they forfeited the twin flame journey, they gave up on it. 
No, if I stayed on the twin flame journey, I would have given up on myself. Like choosing my twin is no longer choosing me anymore because that's just, and we talked about this a lot where a lot of people choose their twin just because it mirrors their childhood moons. And Diane and I have been doing the work every single night together for the past six months, right? We've meditated together. We've tapped into the twin connection. We've done psychic intuition, like uh, channeling together. We've done journaling together. We've written poetry together. We've done everything together that I've wanted to do with a partner. But it's just that attachment to the twin flame label that made me so blind to the fact that, hey, this person who's in my life right now, who's perfectly cut out for me, I didn't identify that as love because, you know, when you do the work, you realize, whoa, love to me is separation. Love to me is abandonment. Love to me is difficult. And this twin flame is difficult right now and they're ignoring me. I'm going to call this love, right? So the aspects that of you that are choosing the twin flame journey, I want you to really take account and do a self audit where you ask yourself, what parts of me are holding on to this? Is it my highest self or is it my unevolved self? Is it my inner child that wants to keep going with the drama and living in the ghosts of the parents past? Yeah. Um, and I think it's different for everybody. Um, Cause I mean, you and me have such a different <clears throat> twin flame journey. Um, a different relationship with them and everything and I know for me I had a lot of resistance to it and I know um, I knew deep down that part of my twin flame journey and a contract that we made is that I was gonna have to let him go like we were not supposed to be together and there there is an opportunity for us to I feel in like some timeline but I feel like for my spiritual ascension that this is the decision I was going to have to make so it's like okay you can settle for comfort or you can keep ascending and at what point did the journey feel like comfort to you and not like choosing a path that was actually outlined for your evolution when you asked me out <laughs> like that's yeah. really what it was it was just like oh this as unknown as it was with my twin I was like it just feels safe I feel like I know what to expect and I feel like I have more control or knowledge there um Especially because you're like, yeah, that's me. There's this sort of expectation that that's what you're supposed to do. But I just, every time I kept asking myself the question, and a lot of people ask this, is like, well, what's our purpose together? I couldn't come up with an answer. I was like, I don't know what my purpose is. I was like, I know what like my purpose is right now. And I can see like me and Dan clearly have a purpose. And we just figured it was because we were... Um, soulmates and we had some sort of contract together to like fulfill something but I was like well why can't I come up with anything for him I was like well maybe I'm just not meant to know it yet but then it just became like really clear like I don't think there's anything past him leading you into your spiritual like ascension into you learning these lessons 
Like he might have already served his purpose. And I just was rejecting that adamantly. Like I did not want that to be true. And like the more I was fighting it, the more I realized like, ooh, like this is something you need to break through. Like this is your block. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm glad you acknowledge that, you know, your own twin flame journey was super helpful and it was a catalyst for your own ascension because we're not dissing the twin flame journey at all we're not saying our twins weren't spiritual catalysts and that they weren't the most perfect mirrors for ourselves to help us grow into the person we are now like we still acknowledge our twins every single day yeah which is an interesting um concept to introduce into a relationship yeah, like dating someone, even though you are still spiritually tied to someone else, it's it's really interesting, but it's something you have to work with. And honestly, what's helped us is just open communication. Like I tell her all the time, I tell you all the time, mm-hmm. I don't have, like talk about your twin because obviously it's going to be on your mind sometimes. And I'm not going to approach it as Dan, the boyfriend. I'm going to po- approach it as Dan, the best friend. You know, like I don't have any agenda when I ask that question. I just want to hear your sor- your story and see how I can support your growth the most. Yeah. Right. Uh, we read this book every single night. And one quote in the book is when people enter a relationship, they unconsciously, unconsciously whisper to one another, what are you going to do for me? And I told you straight up, like, I'm not looking for anything like you can talk to me about the twin you can talk to me about your hesitations you can talk to me about your doubts and your fears and you're not going to hurt me because I'm just looking for your growth I'm just looking for you to step into your full power so if it comes down to you manifesting your twin back and you choose a twin I'm just grateful that I served the purpose in your life but just having that open communication and understanding and empathizing that hey the twin flame is still a very very relevant piece of who we are yeah like currently right like we will unconsciously think of them no it's like i told people it's a it's a disease like you (laughs) you can't stop thinking of them not a disease daniel it's a blessing it is a blessing um but yeah yeah, I think uh, that's a misconception too and I think I was like I think there's just there's like three different ways to go about it you choose your twin and you're with your twin or you wait for your twin you don't choose your twin and you reject your twin flame journey or you accept your twin flame journey and you accept that you're not going to be with your twin and I think that last piece is always like a lot of people have trouble with that and I think more and more we're meeting people that are on that journey where it's, they didn't choose their twin, but they did choose the journey. And they're just like working every day to work through that. Yes. And just because you don't choose, you, <laughs> words, just because you don't choose your twin doesn't mean you don't choose love. Yeah. Right. right. And it's interesting that like now in, I mean, it's just such a Western concept to believe that the twin flame journey or the twin flame is the greatest romantic partner you'll ever meet. Well, that's just the Westernized Hollywood version of it. If you go to the Akashic Records and you listen to any 
Akashic Records reading about Twin Flames, they just roll their eyes. They're just like, humans just like to put labels on things. And not only do they like to put labels on things, they like to romanticize things. Why? Because they're coming from a place of not being complete. Mm -hmm. The purpose of the Twin Flame journey is just to hold a mirror onto yourself and be like, oh, this is who I really am. That's it. No one said you had to be in a relationship Mm -hmm. with them. And it's just our wounds that tell us and direct us into romance when it has nothing to do with romance. I think it's just like that love is so intense and we focus so much on it being a person rather than the symbol. Like they symbolize you. You're not that in love with Mm -hmm. them because they're them. You're that in love with them because they're you. Like they are the first, I think they are like the first people you're going to meet that show you how much you can love yourself unconditionally. That's why it's so hard to release them because it's just like, you feel that for the first time and you don't understand it. And I think kind of the purpose is like, you need to show yourself that unconditional love. You need to give it to yourself as badly as you want it from them. Mm. You know? It's funny because um, I was waking up to that truth slowly. And then I had the biggest breakthrough I remember that day when the very night I asked you out earlier that morning, I went on a walk and all these downloads started coming to me. I just heard very clearly. I made a podcast. I was like screaming at the podcast. I was like, unconditional love turns conditional. If you make it about the twin flame, I'm like, holy crap. It's not about the twin flame. That's when they clicked on me. Like we call it unconditional love. And we equate that with a twin flame journey. But if you say twin flame equals unconditional love and no one else, well, then you put a condition on it. So you should have unconditional love for anything and everyone, yeah. right? So that breakthrough didn't happen until that day. And then at that, during that night, we um, we watched our favorite card reading <laughs> together. Um, we're just going to put everything out on the table. Um, we watched our favorite card reader together and everything he said just resonated to a core. Yeah. Right. He had the judgment card also. And then he had the six of swords, which I get a lot for myself and which has to do with silence, right? Separation mm-hmm. and silence. And then we ended up paying for the extended version. <laughs> yeah. Which we've never done. And never done. And my first time yeah. doing paying for the extended version because it just resonated. And I asked you right away, I was like, should we watch extended? And you were like, yes. I'm like, okay. That was such a quick response. Mm-hmm. Um, like, we well, watched it and it was not was what like, I expected yep, this to person hear is just but... like, not same because you know how like tarot readers some of them are like oh yeah divine masculine is going to come back keep on He's waiting an offer of love keep waiting dude they all say the same thing but this one was different this one's like no you're barking up the wrong tree like silence is their answer and I and that's what Silence I realized. I was like, oh, like you're waiting for an answer, and you got an answer, and you keep like thinking there's gonna be another one. Oh, like, oh, snap! Like, that's an answer. Oh, yeah, and I feel like that just triggered a lot of people. Silence is their answer. It is triggering. I don't mean I. I, I was yeah. triggered by it, and like, look at all those stuff I was doing. And then after that reading. There's a little more we silence quiet on for the phone. a minute. Yeah, and then I asked you, I was like, so a couple questions. Um, did that resonate? And you're just like, 
yeah you said everything you just said now where it's like um silence is the answer and i've been avoiding that for so long and i'm like well i chose silence to be the answer because if you know my twin flame journey i denied my twin um and so i asked you yeah i asked you so does that resonate what do you think about the reading and then i was like i got one more question and i said something else and you're like was that your question i'm like no i just you're i you're just gonna ask it you did not want to ask it but i heard i knew i knew i had to ask my body was shaking Guys, my body was trembling violently. I was too. I'm not gonna lie. I was like, I already knew and what I was you were like, gonna ask. But the thing is, you knew I was gonna ask before I even started yeah. talking. Like, I knew the, you were gonna <laughs> ask when we started watching the tarot reading. <laughs> I love how we're talking about this. It's 1:47. Anyway, um, I know this. Diana's birthday is 4:7. But, um, yeah, the last question I just heard, I was just like, ask her out, ask her out. I was just like, fuck, fuck. Okay, last question is, do you want to date? And that same silence was just like, <laughs> crickets. Yeah. And I felt that. I was like, I just, I heard you. I'm processing. I don't know what to answer. <laughs> oh, my gosh. There was so much resistance to me asking. And there was so much resistance to her answering and for me to accept whatever answer. Mm-hmm. And for me to answer for myself. I think I was I was not put putting it that question. Like this is like it's hard. And you're like, well, I guess it's kind of hard. I'm like, no, like let me ask you this question. And so I asked you the same question and you're like, okay, like I yeah. see this, like I understand the dilemma. And it's so much bigger than somebody asking you out. It's just like it was us questioning the entire thing we thought about this twin flame journey and and each yeah. other right I was just like wait what is happening right now but when you asked me I was just like I told you straight up I was like and this is something we're really good at we're really good at being honest with one another and I love yeah. that um I was just like I'm gonna say no with every fiber of my being but my heart tells me to say yes and that part of me that wants to say no is just straight up ego and fear that doesn't want to change that doesn't want to evolve that wants to cling on to what it has always known because if I say yes I just see the world open up and that's scary yeah and I was I was definitely there too you asked me like is this coming out of fear or out of like you you don't want this honestly straight up you um and that's when I realized like my biggest block is allowing myself to receive and here I have like the perfect guy on a silver platter and I'm struggling to say yes and we we have told like it's not news like we we've told ourselves like each other like oh yeah if I if I date someone or once I take my twin back like they need to be at your level like they need to like they need to be just like you or better and I don't see that <laughs> happening you know like we set a bar for our next relationship and like through our friendship and we weren't gonna accept any less than that and like 
we would say this and we weren't even like considering oh yeah like I want someone like you but not you Um, yeah it's just crazy because like he would you know with this twin flame community group Diana would do meditations and I would just sit there and be like this is what I want in a partner someone who's self-aware someone who gives someone who seeks to serve someone who's spiritual and creative and is brave I'm like why you why so much resistance because I don't know if you remember it. he was we're, we're writing a book together and he'd constantly be like I always wanted to write a book with my partner like I didn't I thought I'd be writing it with you know my girlfriend or my twin but I guess I'll write it with you and I'm like all right thanks that's true like, you we if you look back like there's so many things that you were just like I thought I'd be doing this with my partner when we started doing the work I thought I'd be doing this with my twin with my partner and yes I thought I would be doing a business yeah. with my partner I thought I'd be doing a podcast with my partner and the funny thing is I was so was you <laughs> we didn't know But there were certain things that led up to it where we were just like, okay, this is something to think about. Like when I ask you that question, it's already, it has already been on our mind, right? Like we had a full week where we were dreaming of each other. Yeah. Um, on levels that weren't just platonic and on weird synchronicity levels where we had the same dream. Like, you called me one day and it's like, I just had a crazy dream. I'm like, dude, same. I went to boarding school and you're just like, I went to a boarding school too in my dream. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, it was very interesting <laughs> to say the least. Oh, yeah. It's... And it's just funny because like all the things we, we, <laughs> we like, manifested each other like, a T, while I doing the manifestations swear. yeah it's just funny because like we we've done so much work together a lot like I sent you like certain affirmations to call in your person that you would listen to and then you would fall asleep to and I would listen to the same affirmations and I would fall asleep to them and they're all about calling in your soulmate or your twin flame and we didn't think it was going to be each other but then it turned out to be each other. And yeah. then we read this book called Calling in the One. And the purpose of reading this book was just to call yeah, in my ex same. back. And this is like, the, it was part of our journey. It was like we were preparing each other for our twins. It, it yeah. was purely platonic. Like there was no, I like, Although there were glimpses. Yeah, I think there's... Glimpses, right? Like... This is like the <laughs> tension. Not going to let you completely walk away. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, I remember you you told me, like, one time, you were just like... There was just like... You watched me write oh. a poem, and you are just like... There was just something about it, but, like, I almost fell in love. I'm like, whoa, Diana, you were crossing a <laughs> line there. You did tell me Stop so it. Upset. But I would, and it's funny because we had that same reaction where every time we had a thought about making the relationship more than a friendship, we were just like, no. Stop that, no. stop that, don't go there, no. And we would say that to ourselves first, 
they'd be like no don't do that don't do that and I, I think like we were unaware of the other person feeling that way because on my end I was like yeah there's no way he's even slightly inclined to look at me as anything other than a friend but then again like you just get so caught up in the twin flame label and the twin flame bubble where you just think okay this mm-hmm. it has to be it's it's my twin yeah. flame or die like it's do or die if i don't get my twin flame yeah. well then and i failed the other thing with it like just our relationship and the way it developed it's like yes we've been like trying to call him the one or trying to call in our twin and doing all this work and the thing is like it changed my perception completely like not just on love but on time you know it's like you're asking for something and yes I ended up with Dan and yes like I was calling in you know the one or a soulmate and he was with me the whole time but it wasn't him in that present moment you know, like I was calling him in how he is now. And I I didn't know that. And I think it's kind of similar with our twins is you 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 need to kind of, you need to let go of the vert like the specific version of them that you're looking for. Cause it's like when you come into union with them or with a soulmate, it's it's going to be a very specific persons with specific experiences that align them with you and likewise with you you're going to go through very specific experiences and maybe that's why you're not in union now is because you haven't had the lessons that you need to to make this work yeah and all the mechanics that go into building and sustaining a twin flame relationship that's just relationship yeah. 101 right like we still do the things that we thought we had to do to get our twin and to keep our twin to attract each other and keep our relationship nice mm-hmm. and healthy right so like we had a long talk about oh, third-party yeah. energy right because with twin flames not only a lot of people understand twin flame journey not a lot of people understand that you're one soul but someone mirrors divine masculine one one other represents divine feminine right no one really understands that so then when you tell other people about it they call you crazy they say you're a codependent they say they say all these wild things and you're lessening your ability to connect with your intuition and you're damaging your relationship with yourself and with your twin same thing is true with our relationship the more we told other people the more that we were told, hey, yeah. this is stupid. This is crazy. Like, what happened about the twin flame journey? Like, you're yeah, just lonely, right? It, lonely. it started to creep or... into doubts. And so, like, it's the same it, thing. Yeah, it really was. It, it really was, especially, like, the distance that uh, wasn't helping our case. Yeah. Um, and that's all to say that love is love and you can experience love in a myriad of forms and it's just this lower vibrational type consciousness that says no but it's soulmate love so it's not as good as a twin flame love when it's just love like love is just love it's just the human ego mind that likes to categorize categorize and rank things 
right? Yeah. It's like, no, they this is better. This is better. But and you just have to remember that. And you, of course. you have to let go of this obsession that you know what's best. You do not know what's best. I thought my twin flame was what was best for me. No. My twin flame uh, taught me that taught me to receive what was best for me and honestly that was Dan I know <laughs> not kidding um, yeah and I mean and now I'm at a point where I'm just like wow like I chose love and it feels amazing and I want everyone listening to this podcast right now to realize that you've called in your person already and if it's a best friend that you're talking to but your friends only because you're so attached to the twin flame label and you won't give them a chance or you won't even see anyone as a prospect ask yourself like i think it's yeah i think it's (laughs) a little more than that it's just like you you really like i didn't choose love by choosing dan or choosing my twin I chose love by choosing myself and once I was able to do that Mm -hmm. that's why I chose you you know I didn't choose you for you I chose you for me and that's that's where it needs to come from that's where your decision to be with your twin or to be with yourself or be with somebody else comes from and once you can show yourself like that unconditional love that unconditional support to receive what like to actually receive unconditional love not like from yourself and from others um i think you're going to be able to make the right decisions for yourself you know so that's i i feel like that's what the twin flame journey teaches a lot of us is to choose yourself and it's really hard to come to that conclusion like it's going to be trial and error like as many times as i would say it it's not until now that i understand the concept of choosing myself and what that looks like. That's so beautifully put. So obviously we're running a whole business podcast centered on twin flames and we're not changing anything because the twin flame journey doesn't stop. It's just the goal is different. We're now waking up to the truth that the twin it has never been the mission. The mission the mission is the inner work. The mission is aligning with divine love. So you're still gonna be hearing from us. Um, the twin flame community. If you're listening to this, um, <laughs> I don't know if you had a hunch. I think yeah. But um I'm very attracted to the person I'm talking to now. And uh, I think you knew it was just a maritime. Everyone but us knew that it was just a maritime. It's funny that you say that. Because, like, we were saying how after we agreed to to date, um, we could talk about this, too. But how you said, like, heaven was dancing and, like, angels were so happy. And I felt that, too. I felt like 
God and all the higher dimensional beings and spirit guides were Fucking just like celebrating. Finally. Yeah. Like, they, yeah, it's like about time they realized this. They're well, so it's stupid. Like, it's just, honestly, for me, I was just like living in it the other day because I was like, it's just so beautiful. All of the components that had to come together for this to like unfold the way it did. Like, it's like the, the smallest things that contributed to this and it had to have happened or it couldn't have happened way. any sooner right because we went through so much growth through being just friends right we developed each other we've done so many psychic like activations yeah. together we've done a lot of work together where i mean now you're seeing the best of me and i'm seeing the best of you It's exciting. Yeah. And the difficult part is obviously, so we covered the twin flame aspect. And this last thing I'm going to cover is um, choosing someone who doesn't mirror your wounds and someone who's emotionally, spiritually, mentally healthy. It's going to feel different, right? You're going to have resistance. And the resistance isn't that this is not what is meant for you. But it's just that it's not it's what you're not. used to. And that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Right? And I remember there was so much resistance. At first, it was for me where you're just like, I don't know about this. And I just had to step in and be like, hey, like, I'm not going to force you to do anything. But I know you're coming from a place of fear. And I know what you want because it's coming, like, it's, it's being implied. Um, we need to go this <sighs> way. <laughs> like, like I hear what you're saying, but we, this, this, this is gonna happen, because this is this is just the path. And I needed that. Yeah, um, I say that because, I mean, a lot of us, quote unquote, divine feminines, are looking for the divine masculine. Um, but then that masculine energy in you still needs to be cultivated. And this relationship really exposed, okay, this is when you need to step up. This is when you need to take control. This is when you need to lead in a relationship. And coupling that psychic intuition from the divine feminine with the ability to lead Diana and I and, and the business, like it's, it's a beautiful mix. And it's just like the final, it's not a final step, but it's a, it's a huge step in my own spiritual evolution. It's a cloud. You want to see the job. It's it's been a crazy journey, but so guys, um, yeah, yeah, I feel like that. That's all we just had to, we just, we just had to spill the beans because it just wasn't feeling right to just like covertly be like, oh yeah, I'm dating someone else. Cause I did mention I was dating someone else, not just on here, but on TikTok as well. And I just want to be authentic. Like this is my truth. And if I can't speak my truth, if Diana can't speak her truth, then fear is going to surround so much of this. And we're just going to build resistance to oh, our shit. own project here. I'm like my best we friend. love doing this. So there's no reason to. Yeah. And ask for anything better. So, um, 
yeah um i can't emphasize enough that diana is literally someone who like i could not design a better person for me right what? someone spiritual creative entrepreneurial <laughs> someone who likes to travel and someone who's adventurous and someone who's very self-aware and empathetic too right so like if i need space she's like okay i'll give the guy space um but if I, I, she just knows when to step in and when to not to step in. And so I hope this gives you hope that um, you can be in harmonious union with someone and that person might not necessarily be your twin, but that doesn't mean they're going to be any less yeah. harmonious or happy. Do you have any final words? I, I don't even know. I'm just, I'm happy. We said something. I'm just excited. Yeah. All right. Well, Thank thanks you. for listening, guys. Um, if you would like to see us work together, and mm -hmm. Diana's very skilled at meditations, um, we do a meditation every single Monday. Um, I oh, do tarot every single Tuesday for the Twin Flame group. We do a lot for this Twin Flame community group. A lot of value there. Only $33 a month. Um, there's Meditation Monday, Tarot Tuesday, Workshop Wednesday, where we teach people how to manifest and how to bring their significant other specific person mm -hmm. into their life. Um, and then we go live and do a live Q&A every Friday. So there's a lot of events, a lot of things we do, a lot of services we offer for the Twin Flame community group. And above all that, you have a support system. And just being a spiritual person, that network yeah. is super important. Um, just so you stay in check and yeah, stay I mean, high vibe. I think, uh a thing that might get overlooked with Facebook group is like, you don't just have me and Dan, you have a community of twin flames in a variety of situations. We have some in union, we have some in separation, some that have known each other for years, some that just started. So it's, it's a mix. And I think you really are able to find any advice and guidance that you need. I think more than anything, it's just nice to be, to have a safe space to vocalize your concerns or your pain because we know and this is why we created it we yeah. know it's hard to find that we know we feel restricted or alone because this isn't something you can just disclose to anyone you know um so we're here for you yeah and i'm glad you said that there are a variety of journeys because i felt like when you said that a lot of people's consciousness opened up and cracked open where they realize, oh, so there mm -hmm. isn't just one path. So some people do choose union. So some people do choose a soulmate, right? And that's just all to say the journey is beautiful. It's about the journey. It's not about being with your twin. No, that doesn't qualify you. It doesn't make you any better. It's just knowing who you are and wanting to develop yourself spiritually. That's where the love is. That's where the value is. So, um, if you want to be a part of a community where you can express yourself authentically and talk about twin flames and whatever extent you resonate with that, um, we can definitely help you. Um, but thank you a ton mm. for listening. And um, we love you. Have a great Bye. night, guys.